Yo, what up, psychos? What's going on, man? How you doing? This is Dylan Paladino, and this is my podcast. We are all psychos. Welcome back to the newcomers. How you doing? Welcome. I hope you stay and join the empire. To the old ones, pass the salt, dude. And you know what that means. And if you don't, stick around. There's a lot of weird, crazy shit that I come up with. Um... Just had a real, real good episode with Andy Haynes, comedian. It was so good. I know him. We're friends. So good that I forgot to say his name in the beginning. We just went into it. Uh, Andy Haynes, comedian. Very funny dude. Uh, I look up to him very much. Uh, Meant to call him my uh, comedy father, but forgot to say that. Uh, It's a title that I've made up and was going to um, bestow upon him. But then I forgot, and then I remembered that he's more of a comedy father to Brandon Wardell than to me. But, um, you know, let's see. Oh, thanks for, well, the fucking, uh, so, uh, well, yeah, you know what, I'll, I'll call this person out. Uh, Crazy Critters uh, just commented on a podcast on um, the YouTube. That's pretty cool. Happy they were able to find it. Uh, remember, I post all the videos on YouTube for you guys to watch and enjoy. This episode is uh, a little serious, too. I don't know. We've been having some slower, more cerebral episodes, which I'm not upset about. But it's a, it's a little... I mean, the, 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 this podcast changes and it's just always different. But sometimes I get like, oh, maybe, you know... Maybe people are like, oh, it needs to be like funnier. I don't know. I, I, I truly don't know. And I you know what? I enjoyed it. So like I said with the, the Natalie intro, it's like if I enjoyed it, I think you guys will too. And you let me know if you you know, if you if you feel otherwise. And um if you hated it, tell me and I will Call your ass out, dude, okay? Just your first name, but you come at me with that hate, I'm going to fucking fire back twice as hard. This is the Dylan you love. Over the top. Yeah, but I don't know. Maybe it's something going on with me that I've, I've, I've wanted to get serious and been asking people. Kind of like get into similar, similar uh, conversations and, and ideas a little like existential or philosophical. I don't know, man. I guess maybe it's just like what's going on with me and what I'm thinking about with this podcast and trying to make it grow and all of that. It's going well, but it uh, we we have some, we start out with crazy cr- like talk about some crazy shit with losing hair, and then we get into family and like learning to hate your parents but being okay with it and still still loving them but learning to hate certain parts about them. Uh, addictive personalities, Andy's uh, addictive personality, being attracted to crazy women, and learning to not look for the um, results in art when you're creating shit as a, like a form of validation. I don't know why the last couple podcasts have kind of, like, sometimes it kind of feels like a self-help podcast. It's not what I really want this to be all the time, but it is getting into people's heads and the different shit that we think about and and... Um, the psycho thoughts we have. And then also psycho things we've done. You know, all that stuff. It goes all over the place. I don't need to explain it to you guys. You know 
Damn. Be confident, Dylan. Okay? They want to hear it. The arms on this um, microphone holder love to make so much noise. Did you guys hear about on Game of uh, oh, This will happen like two weeks later. Game of Thrones, they were pissed off because someone left a Starbucks cup in one of the shots. Now listen, that is super embarrassing. Okay. Very embarrassing if I if I was um one of the people involved in Game of Thrones. You're the biggest show ever. And you left a fucking Starbucks cup in the shot. In the last season and you had so much money huge budget like you fucked up dude you fucked up you have to admit you fucked up you know you fucked up but also who gives a fuck seriously why everyone like everyone's making a big deal about it this is why the show sucks this shows how lazy they are i don't know man they're shooting on at freaking winterfell with thousands of of people and moving parts and they forgot one thing. Is it a huge blunder? Yes. Does it do I think about it for more than a second to laugh and be like that's fucking dumb? No, but the fact that people are making it a big deal it, if you had any other reaction to it then like oh that's kind of funny and dumb. Wow. That's it, literally that. I don't I don't, I don't even know any other reaction if you just didn't laugh and like oh that's kind of funny and dumb. Um, then you're an asshole, okay? okay? You're an asshole, and um, make your own show. Yeah. Go make your own TV show and see if you remember every single thing there and get all the shots right. Make your own show, dude. I mean, yeah, they're supposed to remember it, but also make your own show. Hey, make a, make a TV show. Make a streaming service. Do all of that. Create all the, the um, outfits and synchronize all of them. Look at it. And see if you don't forget your coffee cup after you've been on set for three months straight, working 18-hour days. Everyone's a critic. Everyone says everyone's a critic. But, like, I mean, like, people have just fucking hate, bro. Uh, it's it's because it's easy to do. I don't know why it's so much easier for people to, like, hate on something than to be positive about it. It's so weird. And I mean, I'm speaking from, I, I I feel like that as well sometimes a lot. I like being positive to other people. I'm a, I'm a piece of shit to myself. But I like being positive to other people. But um, yeah, it's it's so easy to to be negative. And I don't really know why. They can easily just look for things and be like, oh, that was whack, sucked. What the fuck was that? Boo. Here's all the things I found wrong with it. Here's how, you know what it is? It's like, here's how I would do it. This is how I would do it, because my way would be right. Nah, you probably your your show wouldn't have been picked up. So, deal with that. <laughs> I know I sound angry. I'm not. I'm not angry. Uh, I just it it like makes me laugh how how upset people get and how dumb they are about shit. Where you're like, dude, just like let it go, bro. Just, I don't know, fucking go paint something. I don't know. I feel like people would be happier if they just painted more. Seriously, go get some, don't get, watercolors kind of suck. I mean, you can do watercolors. Go get some acrylic 
get a um what an easel get an easel and just paint anything literally paint your room no like a picture of your room do just do that for nothing else than to just paint it it will you'll be you'll you won't care about the coffee cup because you'll be like oh i just painted a chair that's cool i feel like a kid again because i'm just doing this because i want to that's do that we need more people painting all right where are my painters at if you like painting, show me your show me your show me your photo your photos. Show me your paintings that you've done. I want to see them. I want to see them. <laughs> show me your paintings. Hey, I mean, if you take photos, show me your photos too. I want to see that shit. I like. Uh, yeah, if you're like, I took this just because I liked it and it looked good, and that's it. That's cool. I mean, this is kind of getting back to what we talked about when I talked about the Andy in the episode, but it's just like you know. I like this photo. That's why I took it. I don't give a shit if anyone else likes it. Like, liked it. I liked it. That's a pretty cool feeling. You know? I feel like we've lost that a tiny bit. But anyway, somehow at 9 minutes and 20 seconds, because I can talk for days. But now I'm going to go make some ground chicken and turkey and eat that and then eat some salad from last night when I was watching Game of Thrones. And you guys are going to listen to this awesome episode with Andy Haynes. Keep promoting the podcast. Keep telling people to listen. Keep growing the goddamn psycho empire, okay? And posting about it. And please give a review if you haven't already. That shit helps. I like seeing it. I'll shout you out. All right? Come on now. Let's do this. Here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome Andy Haynes. Are you crazy? We are all psychos. With Dylan Paladino. Great. Yeah, well, we're here. We're doing it. It's, yeah. it's happening, man. How's Are we it? recording? But just now, it just Fuck started. Yes. Dude. How's that feel? Good. I'm. It's the the button is in pushed. I made it. Know? I made it into the beast of white male masculinity <laughs> in New York City, Murray Hill. Hell Excited yeah, to man. be here, dude. Technically, Kips Bay. Yeah, actually, you're right. Technically, if this was a move, it would be the, Kips Bay. This would be. It would be a Kips Bay move, and you would you wouldn't judge the person. Off the bat, as hard as you would a uh, a Murray Hill. Yeah, movie. if I see Murray Hill, I'm like this fucking douchebag. This guy fucking sucks. And then if I see Kips Bay, I'm like, man, this guy probably works at the uh, world at the U- UN. Yeah, he's yeah. probably like a he's probably refugee cool. dude. Man, man, he's he's probably a refugee, dude. Yeah. How I was walking over here and I was like, they got a Trader Joe's. This man is living, bro, his I best life. Locked out because that didn't used to be here. I know that didn't used to be here, and a Target opened three blocks what down. What the fuck? Now here's what's cool about uh, me not being like um, that famous or mm-hmm. any even known is that I can just give people context clues as to where I live, and this will never matter. But I mean, they would have to. The only problem is is that you're very recognizable, so noticeable because you look like Slender Man. <laughs> Um, <laughs> dude, Ooh, I, that's not good. Oh shit! What hinge? No, uh, uh, like a Google voicemail. Wait, what? 
you know Google Voice? Yeah, yeah. Do people leave voicemails? I have always left out my Google Voice number because I like when crazy people call me and like threaten me and stuff. <laughs> so I just leave do, it out there. Do you have voicemails? No, I think I, I think because I had to like restart it at some point. Wait, how do hack. you find your Google Voice? You just set it up and then you get a oh, number. Okay. You should do it because it's nice because you, um, it, anybody can call that number and then you can yeah. not have to deal with them actually having your phone number. And Fuck. So you can change it too. It's kind of like Sideline except it doesn't cost money. What's Sideline? Sideline was like uh, you can have a second number on your phone. It's an app. Oh, but yeah. you had to pay for it. And I was like, I'm not doing that shit. Let me see what my number is. I you see. give it okay, out right yeah. now. Okay, yeah. If you want to call me, it's 925-263-9429. 925-263-9249. But believe me, uh-huh. I'm going to I will call you back. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of crazies have you had conversations with? Um just I don't have a conversation. I never answer it. So I get oh. voicemails that's like you're not funny. You never were funny. You're just a you're a hack and your politics is stupid. You know like who what's that? Who or these like guys, yeah. Because I used to be on this podcast where we were a little more political. What podcast was it? It was called Dan and Andy. Okay. Fine, fine and Dandy with Dan and Andy. That's a good name, man. It was okay. I mean, it, I like it. it. It had nothing to do with the title. Did you call your fans uh, dandies? Yeah, we did. Yeah? Yeah. Oh. See, see it would have been great if it was like clothing related, because dandies are like well-dressed men. They are? Mm-hmm. I've never heard of that. It used to be a pejorative for gay men. Oh, a da- oh, like you're a dandy. You're a dandy. And then it just became like, oh, you're a dude that you know puts on an ascot. Ooh, mm-hmm. ascots are. It's can, like a. Can you rock an ascot? Fuck no. No. It's like a confirmed bachelor thing. I don't have the hairline for it. Oh yeah, neither of us do, dude. It's fucking. Have you? Uh, did you look into like maybe there's something I can do to uh, for my hair? Yeah. Or, oh yeah. Or did you just say fuck it? It's just gonna slowly go back. No, I. It's definitely in the back of my mind. What I'll is, probably get. Isn't there that I'm gonna thing? get the restoration thing. In the like the couple. the robot thing. Yeah, and, I'm gonna do that. But so when you do that, do you have to like not see people for a couple weeks? Like how's it? No, work? it's like a week that you okay. just have to like wear a hat or wear a hat. Yeah, okay. they shave your head and then they wow. like do it, and it can't like be in the sun. You can't go to the gym for a month because you have to like. All right. Well, you have to like. Like stay away from certain bacteria, because if you get an infection, you wasted five grand. Hmm. Well, looks like I but won't five grand, be doing it. <laughs> five grand isn't that much. Five grand is not a lot at all, considering you know you can have sex. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can, you know, you can get laid a little bit. I don't think girls care that much about it. They don't. I've they ta- always. I've always talked to girls, and they're like, "I really don't give a shit." I know, but you know what? I I, I don't. Pretty doesn't believe it. I was at Vampire Weekend yesterday, and I saw like all these dudes who were like probably in the business side of music, and yeah. they had beautiful, beautiful just hair, fucking hairlines that just like crowned the front of their fucking forehead. Yeah, man, it's like, and it was just like so much. Boom! And you just like this can, fucking like yeah. It's like a wave. It's like they just it just always stands up. No product needed, and I yeah. Uh, so beautiful. I want it so bad. Yeah. If I, I could, if I could have sex with them and get their hair. I would do it. Oh yeah, I've I've thought like, like I would do so much for a lot hair. for that. If those guys like had to just it just they were like one time or like once a year, I gotta like just 
Come Blow on your gun. head. No, just come on. I'd be like, yeah. Come on your head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Once a week. <laughs> To have that beautiful hair, yeah. Once a week, once you'd a be week. like, "Come on, man!" <laughs> Rain on me. Rain on me. It's weird how straight dudes were like terrified of come, but like, but we want everyone. We want all the girls to love it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know if I want them to love it. If you a girl I was it. sleeping with loved it, I'd be like, "What? Well, I made a mistake here." What? If she loved That's it, hot, dude. Yeah. It's hot, but I don't want her to be like in the practice of being drenched in cum. <laughs> It's that it's that horrible paradigm of like you always want the person you're with to be great at sex, but you uh-huh. don't want them to have like played in the majors. You Got know what it. I mean? Yeah, you don't want them to be like, "How are you this good?" You know, like they pull out their own towel. You're exactly. like, "Whoa, Whoa. okay." Wait, wait, why were you ready for that? Why do you carry wipes? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> or she's like, "Just come on me at the end, right?" That's what you're gonna do, and you're like, "Well, I." I wanted to ask. It would be a surprise. (laughs) I'd love it if it was a surprise to you. (laughs) No, I I think I it it, when a when a girl's into it, like and when she is like enjoying it, I'm happy. I'm yeah, maybe not love is the right word, Mm -hmm. but um, a fan of maybe you know. Yeah, if they tell me to do it, great. Yeah, right. Um, If if uh, what the fuck was I gonna say? Was something about come? I don't remember. I lost it. What music would you be playing if you're having a guy uh, finish on your head? Rain. Rain? You know, like, what is it? Sunshine and pain. You know that song? Oh, yeah, okay. Joy. <laughs> I think that's. Ra- <laughs> I think it's something like that. Sun and, I don't know, it's something like that. Sunshine and rain. Joy, pain, sunshine and rain, I think is how it goes. Stick figure? Sunshine and rain? That looks like reggae. Is it? There's going to be an ad. There's always a fucking ad. We got four. At least there's four. How do you think advertisers feel about the fact that you can just choose? No. No? This is not it. Hit. <laughs> type in. Uh, it's, it's reggae. Type in joy and pain. Joy and pain. Sunshine. Yeah, there okay. it is. Joy and pain, sunshine and rain song. Uh, Rob Bay's DJ Easy Rock. Yeah. R.I.P. Yeah. This is what I'd play. (laughs) (laughs) And you're like, come on. But they're like, they're annoyed because they can't really come with this kind of like, they're already bummed that they're coming on my head. And then they're also bummed that this music's on. And I'm like, focus. And the beat kicks in and they're like, this is fucked up, man. And I'm like, all right. Just look at something. <laughs> You're like, look at my eyes, okay? Yeah. That you thank them for it? Yeah, put a soft voice in. Oh man, that's a good. I was gonna say it's raining men, kind because of, like, but that's that's too on the nose. Yeah, yeah. That's why you're a better comedian. It's okay. I just got more time. I'll get there. You know? Yeah, yeah. I'm 14 years deep. I should be yeah. way more wealthier. Yeah, but you'll get there. You know. I'm not worried about it. I know that's good. I, the I, only I, reason, I envy that. The only reason I'm broke right now. And I'm not even that broke is because uh, I, I decided to be a big boy and start like paying off debt and putting away money. Um, what did you have debt from? I didn't work for two years. I kept on thinking I'd get like like I'd worked on a sitcom for two years. Okay. And then I was like, I was like, oh, it'll just be like right around the corner. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll have another job any day now. And so I was like not worried about. Was this in L.A.? Yeah. OK. And then uh, two years later, I was like, whoa, 
That's a big number. I have no money. Oh, yeah. And you were just credit carding it up. And I was, like, paying rent with credit cards and shit like that. Yeah. Pay- I, still trying to live the life of a TV writer with no TV writing job. Oh, okay. Like, going to crazy restaurants, yeah, vacations, yeah, yeah. whatever. Oh, shit. Yeah. What were you writing on the show? I wrote for the show Ground Floor for two years. Okay. The only notable on it really is Roy Scovel. Briga Heelan, who's on a bunch of sitcoms, um, was on it, as well as this guy, Rene Goubet. But I think Rory is probably, like, out of comics, the one that people would know most. Oh, and John mm-hmm. McKinley, who was, like, or McGinley, John C. McGinley, who was, like, the mean nurse on Scrubs, was in it. Got it. Okay. Um, mean doctor. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't a nurse. He was a doctor. And then um, wrote on, like, a bunch of variety bullshit. Okay. Yeah. Did you like writing for TV? I loved it. Didn't really? know it at the time. Didn't know how good life was. Okay, so you when you were in it, you were like, I'm whatever about this? I just, like, got my first job, like, with a first okay. interview. I didn't know how hard it was. I was like... You're like, I got this. I'm good. Yeah. yeah, it was 2012. I'd been broke for a long time, working whatever jobs. And I got Conan. Mm-hmm. And then I got a job on Ridiculousness, which was a whatever job. Really great people, but, like, you know, in the scheme of TV writing, it's, like, non-union, not a lot of money. Exactly, yeah. And then I got my half hour... And my first ever staffing season interview mm-hmm. was at this job, ground floor, and I got it. And I was like, oh, dude, like, that was simple. Like, they love me. This and all happened in, like, a couple of years? One year. Holy like, shit. August was Conan, and by April, I was staffed. Holy shit. So you had a really good that seven months. That was a months. great year. Really great year. And, and so you were like, this is... I was like, I'm on my way, baby. Oh my I'd also gotten married. Um, oh, fuck, yeah. Yeah, it was just... I was popping. A lot of ego. How a lot of weed. You? It was 30... It was 2014. This is 2012. No, that was 2013. Okay. Yeah. 2012 was Conan. So got August it. 2012. Oh, yeah, you got it, got it, got it. So I was 30. Wow. Uh, okay, so you were like 30. I, made, I hit 30, uh-huh. and it's going well. I'm not freaking out. This yeah. is, I'm killing it. Mm-hmm. This is good. Fuck it. Let's get but married. But I like, I, no, I was already like engaged and yeah, shit. Yeah. And that was, you know, we were, we were pretty ride or die at that point. Like we got divorced very shortly after, but, um, at, you know, we'd both been broke. We'd both been struggling and like, yeah. we both got really successful right around the same time. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. And we also like, once we were married, we were like, what else? Like, we're just going to do this for the rest of our lives? We hadn't really thought about so it. So you think getting married was just, like, the thing? It was the goal? Like, oh, this is an achievement, and then once you did it, you realized, oh, I don't really give a shit about this that much? Or Yeah, I think, like, a lot of people, you know, you, like, yeah. you date somebody, you like them, and you're like, okay, this is really good. Like, okay, what's next? Because, like, it's hard to just sit in, like, uncertainty, Yeah, like, right? we're just... We're just... Together. Good, yeah, and, like, today we like each other. So you always kind of put these, like milestones right so uh-huh. like mm, six seven months in it was like we should move in together like this is going great so we move in six seven months later it was like this is going so well we should probably get engaged cool did that uh, uh we actually got married in secret so that we could be on each other's insurance so we were already technically married but then we're like that whole time planning for this big ass wedding we moved to la okay we're oh, this was this was in seattle no, it was uh, here. I was in New York. Okay. Yeah, I lived here 2008 to 2012. Damn. Yeah. All right, so you're here doing all that, and you're like, let's move to L.A. Did you have a job, or were you just like, it's time to move to L.A.? And I mean, fuck, man. I was in L.A. like two weeks ago, and every time I've spent a significant amount of time in New York, I'm like, why do I 
why do I live in New York? Like, I got off the plane. This is like a month ago or three weeks ago, and I um, I drove to the beach. I jumped in the ocean. Yeah. I drove to East LA. I had like a fucking five dollar amazing prawn taco. Yeah, yeah. I saw all my oldest friends. Their rent is half of mine. You know, in LA. It. This is how it used to be. Like, okay, when I got my first apartment in LA, it was on Silver Lake with a view, two parking spots, a uh, giant one bedroom pool uh-huh. small unit like mid-century gorgeous got it and it was thirteen hundred dollars holy shit and that was how much like people were paying for like a room back here yeah and i was like what am i and i would go hiking and you go to the beach and you can drive your car like into a place you want to go shopping and just like, i the driving thing i i don't like but you're from new york get, yeah but i grew up in la mm. so i experienced it for 15 years yeah, but like you just don't. If you don't drive to commute, you're great. Yeah, I guess it just. Well, especially for like I. I love even though I'm not doing sh- like shows. I'm doing a lot more mics. I just fucking love. It's five. I can go out and then get to a bunch of different things without having to. Because in L.A., man, from five to seven, you better get one place and stay there. Because you're, you know. Yeah, I haven't had to do that. For a while. For me, it's more like yeah. drive to the comedy store, exactly. do a set, do a drive set over two. to Pasadena, try to get up at the Ice House, drive back to Silver Lake, try to jump on this. And the whole time, like especially after the last set, when I'm like driving through L.A. at night. No, nah, it's cool. I feel like I'm on my way to kill somebody. You know what I mean? <laughs> like the BBC's what? playing and I'm just like, I'm going to fucking, you know, I'm an assassin. <laughs> <laughs> it feels good. It feels good. I don't know. There's something like... I'm definitely like uh like a fantasy addict. You know, like I, I know love, what you mean. I love the vibe of something and I just kinda like you know, build, yeah. build around it. I like the vibe of New York at like one thirty AM. It's great. When there's no one out and you just walk I mean on the weekdays. Yeah. Weekend different. But weekday, like Wednesday night. This must like, be a nightmare over what? here one thirty AM on a weekend. Thirty four thirty yeah, it sucks. Yeah. Not well it's weird like this area, no one because there's no bars here. Yeah. It's just old people and a school and a movie theater. Yeah. You know, it's like, let's go get fucked up at midnight and go watch. Be easy to kill somebody. <laughs> <It was. laughs> just keep going back to it. <laughs> you know, killing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and people are like, your like, guest is. thinks a lot about Really bringing murder. up murder a lot. Yeah. No, I, uh, 1.30 a.m. here, like when you walk home and there's not a lot of people out and you get to look at the city, you're like, this is pretty fucking awesome. Yeah. Or like 6 a.m. Love an early morning. I go to a lot of, uh, I'm in a 12-step program. Let's say that. Okay. Um, and I go to a lot of meetings early in the West Village. Really? Love walking through the West Village in the morning. It's like yeah, the I best place on earth. Yeah. Anywhere. I mean, Manhattan in the morning and the nice parts of Brooklyn. Great. 6 a.m. Great. Great. How long have you been doing the program? Four and a half years. Damn. Yeah. Did something like tragic lead to it or were you just like, I got to... No, I actually was like the most successful I'd ever been when I got sober. Uh, really? Well, I was on the wane. Um, yeah, I uh, I was writing for a TV show. I just was like lost, and I could tell things that were were not good. Okay. And I just smoked weed all day long. Like I just smoked like morning yeah. morning to night. Smoked when I woke up and smoked until I fell asleep. That's crazy because like I don't smoke weed that much, and I. It must, when you smoke it a lot, it must be totally different because whenever I do it, I, I go, I don't know how people can do this all day long. Yeah, I had to like, you definitely work build the tolerance through it, for sure. Yeah. But, but so- I loved like being afraid at a target, you know, like just like 
stoned out of my mind. Like paranoid? Yeah, I loved it. Some people are like that, man. I don't get that. When I when I like get paranoid or feel weird in public, I go, I don't want to be here anymore. I had to embrace it. I had to embrace it. I loved like I don't miss getting high or like a little drunk. Like I don't uh-huh. what I miss is like doing acid in the desert. You know, like I, I wanna, wanna do that. I wanna get like you know, I want to go straight de- to the moon. I definitely want to do that. I want to see the fo- talking fox head. Yeah, I've only done it at music festivals, and um, I realized like this is not the place to do it at nah, all. That's not I don't right. know why the fuck people do it there. I think it's it just looks because cool, but everybody thinks to do lots of drugs around music. It's like the I didn't want to watch any music when I was on it. No, I was like, I don't not. give a fuck about music. I could see watching that uh, Sunday service thing on some acid. That'd be yeah, pretty fun. that'd be pretty sweet. Um, what was I going to say? There was something. Getting sober? Oh, I I got sober from weed. I'd quit drinking in 2010. I was a horrible person at drinking. Do you have an addictive personality or? Yeah, I'm, okay, I'm a sure. drug addict. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm addicted to my phone. I'm addicted yeah. to women. I'm addicted to buying things. I didn't know if it was maybe just like one. Because there's like no. a couple vices that I kind of lean towards. But yeah, you just you find things that you just latch onto them. Well, like <clears throat> most addiction is like centered around like discomfort, right? So like yeah. if I am somebody that like thinks about like oh all these people are thinking about me or like all these people hate me or yeah, like yeah. I just don't feel good, I want to do something to get away from where I'm Calm at right that. now. Yeah, yeah. So it's just like if I can turn my brain off by doing a bunch of shit, I'm gonna do that shit. And then if it works, I'm gonna do it always. Yeah, because then you feel good and you feel like more baseline or... You just don't think about that shit. Yeah. You know, I loved being like completely like comatose, you know? Oh, like just fully just blasted. Uh, High. Yeah. yeah With yeah. alcohol, I always, I always meant to get to like a cool place, but mm-hmm. alcohol is different than other drugs because you just turn off eventually and start doing horrible things. Yeah, people, you see people's... Not everyone's like that, but there's certain people that like you see a switch... Like yeah, I, I've been arrested six times. Yeah. Like I'm not. Oh, really? I'm not. I'm horrible at drinking. I I've woken know. up in the jungle. You know, like things. <laughs> what? Like, yeah, yeah. What, what, what? How did that happen? I was in the jungle already, but I, I what had a place jungle, to stay. <laughs> Guatemala. Okay. I think it was Guatemala. I, I woke up in other jungles on this trip. I was in college. That was like where the peak of my bad drinking was. Uh-huh. And I was like on this three month like write this thesis trip, mm-hmm. and I was like studying down there. And for uh, what? What was your major? Religion. Okay. I was like studying like popular revolutions Got and it. the way different religious systems like either helped or averted those. And uh but I was in this mountain school in like the coffee region of Guatemala and they drank this stuff called a guardiente, which is basically like really cheap rum. Like it's super cheap. Got it's it. basically grain alcohol. Oh, but it's really high proof? Yeah. Okay. And they sell it in like little bottles like that. Uh-huh. And you know, most people would sip on those, but I think I probably drank like four or five oh, that night. Shit. And it's the, it's one of the worst hangovers you can ever have. I've I've had the same hangover in Colombia. Oh um, god. And uh, yeah, I was drinking with a bunch of people, and I remember like making eyes at a girl and nice. probably being too loud and laughing, and then just like waking up covered in scratches in the jungle nearby but still like you know exposed to the jungle oh okay because you come like the scratches were from you stumbling through yeah i'm not yeah, explaining yeah. that i <laughs> that i <laughs> no, committed I got, a sexual assault no, 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 no i thought you got attacked uh no i mean maybe i got attacked by like 
I pro- I mean, I got my ass beat a bunch drinking, like where I would like be at a bar and somebody would like, you know, I'd be waking up on the floor and somebody would be like, yeah, you told that dude he was a bitch and then he punched you, you know. Damn. That okay. kind of shit. Yeah. So it was definitely a problem. And you were like, yeah, okay. Yeah. I was the All guy right. that ruined the party. Got it. Oh, but, yeah. yeah. I never saw that in you. So. 36 yeah. now. You're right. Yeah. I didn't know you at 20, 25. 22 is like the eye of the storm. Damn. Uh-huh. And you had the, probably the best hair you I've had it probably all started to go down. It was probably that. pretty good at that point. Mine Although was, I have bad hair. Mine was twenty one, twenty two, when I started to really, I started noticing it like getting thin. I was like, "Fuck!" I think it was like twenty eight, twenty nine, where, and I think it's not not even hereditary. I think it's like stress. Stress. Yeah. Well, good for you. Mine for sure is. My mom's dad was just wisps. Oh no, my Nothing. mom's dad like died like looking like a Italian. Oh, shit. dude. Yeah. I was always like, I'm, my, I'm good. my dad's bald. I would, okay. like, I would be like, I'd talk shit to him. I like, talked shit to my dad in high school about his hair because he was getting a tiny bit thin. And then mine started to get noticeably thinner than his. And dude, he was so cool about it, man. He was like, we'll figure it out. Don't worry. I was like, fuck. You're my the, dad you're the better was man. not cool about it. My dad <laughs> hated it. I would like touch my dad's head and I'd be like, pretty shiny dad. And he'd be like, don't touch me. He was very insecure about it. And then when I started to go bald, he was like, how does it fucking feel? <laughs> but it's cool because I'm 36 and he's 74 uh-huh. and he'll be way dead before I'm bald. He'll nice. never get to I'll enjoy never it. never see it. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to laugh at his grave. You're going to get that You're gonna get that <laughs> surgery just so he doesn't see you bald. Yeah. I'm going to show up at his deathbed with a wig. <laughs> Too bad. <laughs> and just the thickest hair. Look like Fabio. You just he's like, like take his hand and put it in. He's so hand. confused. He's like, my son. <laughs> How's it fucking feel, you dead bitch? Just hire two of the hottest girls ever yeah. on your arms. I love my dad. I don't have any problem with him. But it no, would just no. be fun to be that mean to For him. For sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, at, at, at the time of sadness, you know, the most morbid time ever, it's like that's when you... You got to make the hardest joke possible to try and bring the mood up. I mean, I would love to be that like sinister of a person, like yeah. Will Arnett's character on, um, well, Arrested Development and Thirty Rock is like yeah. one of my, you know, spirit animals. Yeah, he. Uh, it's pretty like that yeah. part where he definitely gets caught in Thirty Rock having sex in the park, and he's all coked up, and he like <laughs> walks out of the woods, and Liz is like, "What are you doing here?" And he's like, "Having a meeting." <laughs> <laughs> just that, yeah, there's that, like, brazen, or, like, just brazen the confidence. Yeah. And just, it's, I mean, I don't like, it's what the president, like, that just, someone's like, you did this. You're like, no, nah, I didn't. See, here's the thing. If if the president wasn't racist. For sure. And he wasn't affecting the overall outcome of our, like, lives. It'd be entertaining. I would love it. I mean, yeah. if it was just this maniac doing that, I would love... I mean, that Michael Che bit from his special is like... It is... Like, I grew up around a lot of wealthy, rich, white men, alcoholics. And they were just like that. They would just... They would say horrendously unbacked up shit constantly. And I just loved it. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. But, yeah, when it's affecting millions of people. What are you going to do? <laughs> I mean, the world's going to fucking, you know... Shit's end. going bad. But I also think it's the best time that it's ever been ever in terms of life. I like it. Yeah. I mean, I, I think one thing I think that we don't fully grasp is like this. I don't think we understand the implications of the phone yeah. of the phone and like 
the constant connection. Like I went through a breakup about a month and a half ago. How long were you with her? Just six months. Okay. But I was like but long head to... over heels. Oh, really? I was really in love with her, yeah. Oh, and she was like, nah? She just, there was a couple things. Like she was very like refined and she was like one of these like Manhattan kind of like. Upper. Like, she yeah. had a great job as an architect, had her own place. Wow. She was like, you have roommates and you also like put together an income and like you're up like at all hours. She sounds judgy as fuck. She was mean as fuck, but yeah. I, I was so it like uh, logic makes no sense. I'm just I'm like that, too. Man. I love a mean lady. Yeah. Just enough. Yeah. Or a little bit crazy, too. Oh, yeah. It, it, yeah. And, and like, you know, the sex was like yeah, for amazing. Sure. Great. And um, but anyways, um, what the fuck got us here? Uh, the, uh, you uh you were with her for six months. At, oh, the phone. Oh, the f- and it just sucks. I I always know what if she's, she's doing. Yeah, yeah, and it's like I've blocked her like from myself. You know, not blocked her because I don't want to like have some weird thing where it's like, am I blocked? But but it still like shows up random places. Luckily, we don't have any mutual friends. But yeah, it's there's also just that like you can just you know. You can just check in and see what someone's. Yeah, you want to not check in, but you. Yeah, I checked in on my ex like the other day. I literally was just like, I wonder what she's doing. Like, I, I was like, I wonder what she looks like, and it's like, you know what she looks like, yeah. dude. I went, out, let me just go see. You just want to see then, who they're dating. That's yeah. all you really want, or I, if they are. You know what? That's it. I want to see if she's posting any photos. Yeah, with dudes because I didn't. I dated a girl for three months. I didn't post any photos with her because it wasn't that serious. It yeah. was like getting serious, but not enough, and. I'm like, I wonder if she's done anything more than that. Yeah. Because I knew, because I'm like, she's probably maybe seen someone, but let's she see if she fully, even though I don't want to get back together with her because like I can't. Like, yeah. I, I I know that it, there, there's no reason. You still, for whatever reason, have this weird. I don't. It's not ownership, but it's it's like it's, what? Yeah, it's like a insecurity or yeah, something. Yeah, because it's like I, I, it's like if she was with someone else, I wouldn't. I don't. I don't even know how I feel. Yeah, it's so weird. She made me like. She made me feel completely awful. But I wanted somehow to like thwart. The, I don't know what it is. I don't know what the win I'm looking for is. But it's like because she like was so judgy. Uh-huh. There's part of me that's like you know wants to be like, haha, look at me, look at me shining. You know? Oh, okay. Her seeing you after you're saying with her. I don't know. I want her to want me. I guess or something. Yeah, yeah you know, I get that. Shit like that. Yeah, I. Cause she, cause she, she said no, and so you're like, fuck. She didn't really say no. She just like pulled the very like it was a it was three months of good and then uh-huh. a three month pull away. Oh, it's and by slowly... the end of it, she was like basically acting like we weren't together, and I was like, yeah, that sucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's. But I mean, but do you do you try and um, think about it like objectively and go, oh, there's here are all these shitty things about her that I shouldn't even. Yeah, I can't really separate logic and. And, and uh, attraction, logic, and what do you call that? Like not um, logic and nervous system, kind of like you know, like the desire. Yeah, you know that like feeling. The like you? heart beating. I mean, yeah. Like I said earlier, I I have addictions in a lot of areas, and yeah. like mean women, like women like who are cl- like a very like I did all this research on it this year, and like a normal on, pr- on like love and attraction. Okay. And attachment. Attachment is like the field, right? All right. So most normal people with like a healthy self-esteem, uh-huh. they meet a woman and she goes like, Ugh, you're kind of like like broke, aren't you? Shouldn't you know? And then you would go, 
I'm better than I don't want to be with a person yeah, like yeah. this. Yeah, yeah. I go fuck you. Yeah, you yeah, go yeah. like that, and in in my go, I go she's sassy. <laughs> you know, like ooh, I like this a real I firecracker. Have that, I have that with um, like emotional instability. Yeah, of course. Where it's not the mean the mean shit. I go like okay, get the fuck out of my face. Like who do you think you are? But like a little bit emotional over over the place. Like I like uh, I was talking to a bipolar girl like a year ago, mm-hmm. and I was like in love with her. Yeah, not and it did not make any sense. No. and I, I was broken when she we had sex once and then she basically like didn't we didn't want to and do that fuck you no i'm laughing because <laughs> no, it's exactly yes. what i do dude and it happened and i remember i just played it over again i was like what the fuck did i do what did i say like was i that dude and it it made no logical sense yeah, why course. i was so we only hung out twice but I- yeah, I 100%. But I was so into it. And I'm like, why do I want this girl? She is, like, fucked up. She was taking pills at night and was yeah. like, I just took eight benzos. And I, now I'm like, my eyes are blurry. I can barely see. And I was like, please stop. But also I was like, fuck. We're in it. <laughs> we're, yes. we're in the middle of it. Uh, yeah, I um, one time I, I, like, met a girl after my last serious relationship. And... um. I'd known her for a while, but we like went on a date and then like the second day we slept together and it was awesome. And then I like immediately, like the second it was awesome, I was like, I'm in, you know? Uh And I like lost all chill and she like was like, whoa, like you're like, you like you need to slow down. But we still like slept together a few more times. And I was like a hundred percent, right? Like I was just like fucking. Oh, you go from being chill to like, oh, she likes me. I'm gonna go. All, okay. Oh, she likes me. The sex is good. It's fun. You know, yeah. like I'm gonna hit him up all the time. Let's hang out. I don't. Well, even, I don't even do that. But I'm just like obsessed. You know, like I'm, I, I have the self control not to do the reaching out. But okay. I am like checking the gram. Has she watched the story? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All that bullshit. But anyways, I found out like a month later. She was not single. She had a boyfriend and like was just cheating on him. Oh. And, like, was just like a sociopath. Oh, God. and I still in my head was like, she likes me though. Yeah. She liked me enough that she. Should she? Yeah, I was good enough that she cheated. Damn, mm-hmm. fuck. Yeah, that. Uh, what is it about crazy girls that? Did you have a weird mom relationship? Because that's mainly what it is usually. I think about it though. The older I've gotten, the more I've like realized some stuff about my mom. It's it's like I don't want to uh, speak disparaging things about her, but I think. She um, was very, very into all of us Mm -hmm. and very, like, um, fully, like, mother all the way, Mm -hmm. obsessed with her kids in in an amazing way, in a great, like, do anything for them. But as I've gotten older, I've kind of realized that uh, she she also, like, needs a lot from us, like, a lot of attention and all of that, and um, which is fine. If there's one person in my life that that is okay to, like, need my attention, it's my my mom. All right, cool. I'll give it to you. Um, but I have noticed that and I've noticed that when girls that I date now, if they are super needy for it, I hate it immediately. Yeah. I go like, get yeah. the fuck out that's, of my, that's probably but what she it is. wasn't insane. She, my mom's, my mom is very like confident. Like my mom's not, insane. She's not so that's really okay. But it maybe I, I'm sure if you broke it down, you come from like a normal family though. Yeah. Decently. Yeah. Nothing like really. In- my family wasn't like, like traumatically weird but my mom was like manic and like 
My sister's a therapist now, All like right. a trauma therapist, oh, which shit. is exactly like who I should go see. Your so sister, like, yeah, but it's like you know, I can't really. Well, no, I just have a free therapist. Um, although I don't see her about everything. My dad joined a cult recently. <laughs> What? So we've wait, been wait, talking wait, wait, a lot wait. lately. What? Yeah, there's this. Uh, I, I'm sure one of your listeners probably like will disagree with this, but there's this group called the Landmark Forum, uh-huh. which is like. Um, did you, do you watch the Americans? I heard it's really good, but I have not. There's like a group on it called Est, which was like uh-huh. a big like self empowerment. You know, like the kind of thing like where you go to a conference room at like a Holiday Inn in like Secaucus, and they like sit you down and they're like, "Why do you think?" You aren't achieving your maximum potential. You mean like Robbins? Tony Robbins? Kind of, like but a like... a shitty version of Tony Robbins? It was like more like spirituality based and like... Tony Robbins, like... I think the one thing that's a bonus about Tony Robbins is he's just like, give me $3,500 for this weekend. And you're like, okay. And this one's like, come to an introductory meeting and then, you know, like talk to... My dad called me yesterday and was like trying to convince me to join this group. Mm-hmm. And some people are normal and they have it um like they they're people that i respect and they've done it yeah but for the most part anyways going back est is what the landmark form is now because they got like totally like sued fbi whole thing in the 80s anyways my dad um my dad is like a very he was a very successful like corporate entity and then he constantly has tried to make himself like a self-made man like try to go into entrepreneurial shit okay and he never should have he's not good at it he he's he has horrible ideas he should just stay in like staying corporate corporate well he's 75 now nothing and also yeah. like what are you gonna do De- gary 75 what do you think you're gonna have an enlightening man when i hit 80 i'm really gonna hit my stride maybe you'll become ram Dass, man relax into yourself gary and stop trying to be <laughs> like a he, for a while, he was like, "You should." I, I took a, a thirty-five hundred dollars seminar on um, selling stuff on Amazon, and I was like, "It's like that's some money you're supposed to die." Like you, yeah, you're supposed to. Die. You're supposed to like not die outside with that money. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I don't have any money. I don't know what you're gonna do. Yeah, yeah. You know, like yeah, exactly. If you die, like I'm not gonna be able to pay for the funeral. I'm a comedian. Yeah. Like I'm gonna just take your body to the sea. <laughs> <laughs> Just light the boat on fire. Yeah, I'm gonna just swim out. People are gonna be like, "Why is a rowboat on fire?" And I'll be like, "Ah, fireworks." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, an ember. There's a there's a barbecue close by. Yeah, an ember got loose. An ember got loose. And... Don't put don't leave gas on yeah. the boat. <laughs> yeah, found that out. Don't fill your boat with gas uh, for buoyancy. Don't do that. I could do that. What? Set my dad's body <laughs> on fire. <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit! Yeah, I know what you mean. I mean, once they're, I think I'll. I mean, unless my parents want to be, you know, buried, I'll be like, you guys are gonna get cremated. Like, my my parents said some creepy shit. My dad's remarried, and they were like, we're not gonna um, go to a home. And I was like, okay, like what? What's the, what do we do? And they're like, we'll take care of it, kind of thing. And I was like, oh, oh shit, suicide pact. So you got, yeah. <laughs> Weird. Yeah, but also. Go for it. Saving me money. Yeah. You know? That's easy. Wow. That's uh, yeah, it's a little heavy, for sure. I mean, my uncle told all of his kids that, like, one day he's just going to walk into the woods and I'll never come back. That's tight. I, I love that. <laughs> I love that. No, no. He's the shit. Michael George is the shit. That's kind of... I think that's, a like, a solid way to go out. It, no, it is, really. It's an amazing solid way. We went... Uh, one time I was on... It was in Mexico with him. 
uh, when I was like a lot younger and we met this Navy SEAL who was kind of running the camp we were at. Uh-huh. And he goes, um, one day I'm going to get in my kayak. He goes, I live in Florida because he, he would train all the SEALs too. Mm-hmm. He goes, one day I'm going to get in my kayak and I am going to just paddle into the middle of a hurricane. And I was like, that's yes. the coolest fucking Fuck thing ever. Yeah dude. yeah, dude. Go out like that on your terms. I love that. So much better than... Yeah. I want to... How would I do it? Die on stage? Nah. It's too too uh, predictable. Um, You know what I have a fantasy a lot about? What? Like, I was just reading about, um, like, the gang problem in Honduras. Okay. Um, I have a fantasy about just, like, going to, like, a country where there's, like, (laughs) evil people and just, like, just going, like, all in on them. You know what I mean? Just becoming, like... Just a straight up like, just a gangster, just a killer, <laughs> just, just a killer of bad people. Like how oh, you dope mean, like it... become John Wick? Yes, I'm John oh, Wick for shit. just bad guys, and I'm doing it until I die. So... I'm maxing out credit cards to like fly to dictatorships. I'm just I'm smoking bad dudes. So... <laughs> it's all it's just egalitarian murder. How many guys you kill before you get capped? Do you think? Here's the thing, though. <laughs> Because me, like, look at me and think, like, does anybody, like, I'm there and I'm going to have a map out. I'm going to have, like, ex officio, like, tourist pants on. I'm probably also going to be, like, 60 and, like, a little out of shape Uh at this point. For sure. And then just the silencer comes out. (sighs) Pop, 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 pop. You know, just fucking. And then put it back and you go back to trying to find out. Yeah. uh, Like, where a good place. And then what I also want as part of this is, like, somebody is in uh, McLean and they're just looking at, like, fucked up footage of it. And they're like, he's the best we've ever seen. We should have brought him in. He's a ghost. <laughs> 65-year-old guy. He's a fucking ghost. Using reading glasses. Yeah. There's no there's no record on this guy, but he's trained. He has to be. <laughs> that is that would be fucking cool. Like that's how you end. You go, "You know what? I might as well get lit up while I'm trying to kill a bunch of bad dudes. Yeah, how fun would it also be like if you were just like, my whole life I'd just been like a comic slash TV writer and then I go out trying to take down like triads (laughs) in fucking... In, like I'm in China and I'm just like getting lit up by machine guns, just fucking, just pulsating. Just yeah, it's like Andy died. It's like what happened, dude? He got fucking ambushed by like thirty guys. Yeah, in I the, mean, in the he took Chinese. out a bunch of them, but he was at a heroin factory. Yeah. And he released a bunch of child soldiers. I mean, what the fuck was cool. he doing there? I guess. We should have, like, a benefit for him? I don't know what to... <laughs> Go fund me to get the body back? Yeah, like, wow. Yeah. Oh, man, that's so much better than, you know, dying, watching TV, and shitting yourself. No, I'm not going to do that. I'm going uh, to be, like, uh, you know, taxi driver status. Just going out, man. Yeah. I've never been afraid of death. And then one time I was, like, so... It was so random. I was completely sober. Mm-hmm. And I was just sitting on a couch... And I just was looking out, like, in this room, and I went, like, oh, someday this is all going to, like, end. Yeah. But not for, not for everyone, just, just for me. Yeah. And I'm not going to know. And it's just going to, like, like as as real as this is, it'll just stop. Mm-hmm. And I remember I sat there, and I was like, that, I don't even, like, that sucks, but also I can't even have a negative emotion about it because it's just the reality of of life. You know what I mean? You good? Oh, sorry. What's up? I Netflix? didn't understand that text. It was 
I thought somebody was saying they made an offer on my um, Uber account, and I was like, "How did somebody made an offer on my account?" Or did Uber say, "Oh, we we put an offer?" In yeah, your... and I, but I thought it was a different thing where they were saying that they like somebody had offered to buy <laughs> to my buy account your, like, to, to buy your Uber we were, rating. Yeah, I didn't know we were fucking uh, taking. Uh, I'd sell my offers. Uber rating, except um, I'm only like four point five. I uh, I had that realization when I was like eight. Really? Yeah, I was like sitting in my family motorhome. We used to like do like summer trips in a motorhome. Nice. And I was just like laying in bed, and I realized like someday that reality is going to just, you know, we're just going to lose it. How do you feel about that? Uh, I used to be way more anxious about it. I think that how I feel about life now, like life's hard. It's hard to like stay happy and healthy and on top of things, and it's like. Well, we have Jordan Peterson. I've had like a pretty good, Jesus Christ, <laughs> shut up. Uh, I've had a pretty good, um, uh, what do you call it? Uh, yeah, I've had a great life. Like I've, I don't have a terminal disease. I've been able to live in a home my entire life. I've never been like the victim of a great like trauma. And, and I'm not like, I'm definitely somebody who like suffers from like some mental health stuff. I've been depressed yeah. my whole life. But you're like 34 and then life's pretty. I'm, I'm 36. 30, yeah. And I like. Life's pretty hey, great. I live in New York. I get to go up at the Comedy Cellar. But I'm still, to this day, like, you know, after, like, a long, like, a moving rush. Yeah. Or, like, a big trip, I still kind of go, like, oh, man. That was long. And I think that by the time I'm, like, if I'm lucky enough to live to 80, I think I'm going to just be, like... That, yeah. I think you're just going to be, like, whoa, okay, well, this has been a long ride. But now, like, this is this has been a lot of stuff. <laughs> you're like it was a lot uh, this has been a lot of stuff that i've yeah, done over i've done years. it like yeah, fuck if we if we survive climate change yeah which we're gonna live a long time we're gonna live like i like our generation you're younger than me but like like 100 and, like 20 120 i would say that, yeah like our health care system will be able to like i mean it maybe even will get crazier because if they can get nanotechnology in there that can like which they already have but which can go in and like just eat cancer, restore cells, especially if they have like, like imagine this, and I think it exists, nanotechnology that goes in with stem cells and 3D prints cells, goes throughout your body and just like regenerate cells. Yeah. Like we're going to be like, literally like you're going to just be able to like, go like, hey, I want more hair. Yeah. And they'll go in and just like, or or I think it's just going to be before that, it'll, it'll just be once America figures out and releases all the the um the laws and the not precautions but regulations regulations on stem cells they'll yeah. figure out and be able to use all of those to you know because the stem cell is it's it's basically can do anything they'll figure out that technology and be able to use it but i also think the real big move is going to be moving away from fully like biological bodies yeah i think that there's that's, like there's definitely like a, I mean we're that's what I'm saying about this like our yeah. our our sense of self is in here already. I hate it. Social media, like all that shit, like our sense of like, because like sometimes I'll feel shitty about myself and then I'll put this phone down and I'll go climb a mountain, not like a like no, with you. a pickaxe, but I'll go yes. like hiking or I'll go out to like a lake for a couple of days and I'll be like, man, why the fuck do I care if like people like my like picture? Like, no, dude, I have I think feel about the exact silly. same way. It's so fucking stupid. Think about how silly that is. Like, if in, in 1980 you were like, man, I took this picture, and like, uh, like not a lot of people like this picture. No, no, no. And I 19, feel bad about in myself. In 1980s, you took a picture and you're like, dude, take, this is a pretty tight picture, right? And your friend's like, yeah. And you're like, all right, cool. And then you just went on. And yeah. now it's like, I need a quantitative 
how many people have liked it and are are validating that it was a good thing that I did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it, it's not ruining stand up. I don't think so, but I think it's comedy it's, definitely is like in a weird place. For and I think it's also we're already as like artists and comedians, we already are unstable and mm-hmm. are prone to a bunch of different mental health things and the fact that now we have to grapple and like labor to get some kind of presence on and like figure out how to do that. I think it is making it so much harder. Yeah. And I like try and pull away from it, but then the business side of me goes, but dude, you have to focus on this because this is how you, this is how you, you build an audience and then no longer need networks and shit. Yeah. I, I, I honestly like, it's so baffling to me as to like, cause I've tried to do the, like, you know, the, the, yeah. the big pushes and the, put the, the clips online and all that stuff. And I mean, I do decent. I do very decently on yeah. I'm not on Instagram, but on Twitter, I have like almost ten thousand followers yeah. or something. And then like on Instagram, I have like four. But like, even with my biggest push, nothing has changed. So I'm kind of like, I've kind of been like, all right, I don't fuck it. I don't yeah. know what to do here. And I don't want to be the guy that's like once a week putting up a clip with words from my stand up on it. Like I just don't like. It's not interesting to me. I'd rather it make feels like weird. But also, it's like marketing just sucks. I don't knock it. I don't knock yeah. it, but it's just like I don't want that to be my drive for sure. And then I look at the people that are doing really well right now, and how many of them are are doing that. Yeah, and you know I think I mean? it works. No, it's no, just... I'm saying a lot of like the big, a lot of the comedians that, are, but they're also already very well established. Yeah, that's the thing. You go. I feel like no one really knows. It's like what way mm-hmm. to go, but also part of me kind of feels like we've peaked a little bit with our social media use and i think people, the comedy boom is on its way out no no for sure yeah comedy definitely on its way out but i mean even human beings in terms of us using this all the time i think people are already starting to realize how detrimental it can be with just 10 years because instagram is or even six instagram has only been really famous for the past six i think people are already trying to be like let me pull back a little yeah, bit yeah there's definitely a pullback but i think what's going to happen it's not gonna go away, but... is there's going to be a new technology push that is going to change everything again like what do you think augmented reality will probably be the next phase like okay. glasses that are just look like glasses or and contacts that, that yeah. something like that where you can just see everything or like somehow to like plug in like a you know somehow to plug in a uh what do you call it? Headset or just like a consciousness kind of thing. Like something will oh, happen. Like uh, Elon Musk talked about it, like the Neuralink. Yeah, there'll yeah. be like some kind of thing like that, and that'll change it all over again. And then all of a sudden, we'll be like, "Man, I've been like thinking in the internet for too long," and people will pull back. But I, I think we're gonna be getting, like you said, farther and farther away from like biological life. I think this is gonna be like a bifurcation where people either go, "I want almost no." Yeah, there'll be like breakoffs, but like people, you know, who's not doing that is like everybody, you know, like we're obsessed with it because it's our career. We think that it's normal to be on these things all the time. Yeah. But like other people go to work and then they come home and they Instagram. They're not like on Instagram like all day long. I think a lot of people are, but because it's not their career, they don't see it as negative. Negative. They see it as like, like, this is just a distraction. I go on this. I like shit, whatever. I don't really give a fuck how many, like, yes, people care about their followers and their likes and stuff, but they're like, also, who gives a shit? Half half the time I'm, I'm on it for three weeks and I don't post anything. Yeah. What I mean is that we think that uh-huh. we can get famous. Like we think that we're going to be famous people. And that's why like that yeah. number is so important to us. 
Like a regular person doesn't go on and go like, why haven't thousands of people liked this? They just go like, oh, Stephanie liked this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, I should see what she's doing. Yeah, Mom yeah, and yeah. dad. Yeah, cool. yeah. Cool. They have like 250 followers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not trying to get followers. Like they yeah, literally, right. they socialize If with someone it. follows them, it's a new friend. Yeah. It's not like... Oh, I'm trying to. After a dinner, they're like, "Hey, you should follow me." Like, I, I want strangers <laughs> to love me. I want tens of thousands of strangers to love yeah. me and to like check in on me and to validate me because it means down the line that I can make money selling tickets at a comedy show. Yeah, or that somebody will take more notice of me in the casting or writing situation. Yeah, but it's like we have. Don't we have to care about that? You know what I mean. In order, yeah, but I think there's people that navigate it a little more gracefully, and who's then someone I, that navigates it well? You think? I think Norman does a pretty good job of it. Like he's pretty active. Sam Morrill's pretty active. Yeah. I think Joe. Those three, like I think they all kind of do the same thing because they're so close. Um, but I know a lot of comics who are just like social media. Like they're not, they're not like putting words in their social media. Like they're funny on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Maybe they. That's words. But like yeah. their pictures are like them being just a funny person. Got it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And uh-huh. they're not like, like Brandon Wardell, who's like, uh, I just yeah. spent the day with him. Um, so I'm like very fresh in the Brandon. He doesn't, he makes fun of social media. He's or, such a weirdo dude in a yeah. great way. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he's yeah. able to like make fun of the actual culture that benefits him. But he's also part of that culture, isn't he? Yeah, totally. Yeah. But he's like, he's like completely embracing it while also lampooning it but he's never like earnestly putting up stand-up or earnestly putting up like hey come see me here type of thing or like hey follow back like it's all just making fun of that culture you know what i mean or like a kate berlant like she's just a complete weirdo but she's never gonna tell you to like she's never gonna be like watch this clip of me doing stand-up yeah she's gonna make like a weird uh... video and it's gonna be like her like doing like a character, you know. I don't know. Yeah, I I always struggle with like when I put stuff out. Does um, I go? Does this feel too uh, neat? Do you know what I mean? I think I, everything that people try to do that is outside yeah. of their zone is needy. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, there's all these guys now. I'm not trying to call anybody out, but like, who gives a fuck? They're doing characters on their Instagram. Yeah, but they weren't character guys. Like, they never do stand up as a character. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not like improv or sketch guys but then they see somebody else doing a character and they're like oh i i should be like that would be good for me that's what i hate that's that's the um the impulse that i've fought against and i I didn't realize it for so long was that Mm -hmm. people being like like someone told me you should write a pilot because everyone else is you should do this because everyone else is and i i remember thinking that's kind of sound advice because you you know you want to make as much stuff as you can but if i don't feel like if i don't like sketch and want to do it why should i f- force myself to do it just to feel like i'm uh keeping up with everyone yeah. else and instead why shouldn't i just do the things that i really love but i feel like everyone now feels like they have to do a thousand things be on instagram all the time show everyone they're good mm-hmm. and you're right everyone thinks they can be famous and even worse People that aren't performers but are really good at social media also think they can be famous, and some of them are getting famous. Mm-hmm. And so then, then you go like, what the fuck do we even do? And I think the biggest lesson I've learned out of all of this is yeah. just do exactly what you want to do and know what you want to do. Yeah, don't, think- but don't like, you know, like now, like when sometimes like 
I, I don't get offered a lot of stuff. I'm not saying I get like enough stuff that I'm constantly turning down things. But yeah. occasionally somebody will hit me up and be like, do you want to do this? And I'll uh-huh. be like, absolutely not. <laughs> and I need the money. But I'm like, I don't want to yeah. do that. Like, like what's the, an example of something you wouldn't want to do? Um, like a, a like a Hosting. social media like branded video for some fucking app that like is trying yeah. to like when I was in LA and I was like super uh-huh. desperate. This is like right before I moved back to New York. I hosted this like this app that was like financial advice. Yeah, yeah. In social media, and it was like it was all like they were trying to like speak to millennials about like blockchain and like uh-huh. investment. And I was like trying to do this hosting thing, and I hated it. It it, it literally will like I'll die a year early because <laughs> of of how much I hate. I'd hey guys, like, what's up, Andy? Here, way worse than that. What's oh. up, fam? <laughs> what's up fam we're here in the fucking trap today talking about you know like blockchain it's lit you know like oh god fucking you know andy can we can we do that again actually the lighting wasn't uh exactly and also can you not look like you're unhappy a lot of that andy did they say that yeah Yeah. andy could you not look like you're like in physical pain while you say this (laughs) yeah but don't do that shit everybody i know that i admire and um and I and I respect in this career uh-huh. is has known exactly what they wanted to do, or they've done things that feel right and good, and they've been open. You know, like oh yeah, like I'll take this chance. That's maybe a little outside of my wheelhouse, uh-huh. but I I really don't know anybody that has been trying to force a square into a circle or vice versa. That is like that I have like that has an enviable career. Do you know what I mean? Who are people's careers that, uh, to get an idea, who are people's careers that you're like, that's a career I would, like, if you want to base your your career on someone else's, who's someone that you go, I would want to do something like that? Louis. <laughs> <laughs> Louis after the New York Times yeah, thing broke. Louis today. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, um, I, that's so hard because I'm like friends with all these people. But I think you can, yeah. Like, okay, I'll, I'll give you an example of someone that I thought of. Like when, because I remember an agent asked me this a long time ago, and they're like, "You should think about this." And I said, "Aziz, I'm sorry, because he was able to be on a, a TV show and then also be doing stand up." And I was like, "I love acting, and I want to do stand up. Those are the two things I like doing." Yeah. I, I was like, "I don't, I don't care about writing. I, I didn't. I was like, what he's doing is, and I mean, yes, that's obviously an ideal. But I go, someone's career like that. I guess like somebody like maybe like um, Morgan Murphy or like." I just want to write for TV. I, Morgan doesn't act at all, but like, I don't. I can't really think of anybody who exactly does this. But like, I know I'm not a great actor. I like to act, okay. but I'm not like. I think I could be a better dramatic actor than I could be a comedic actor because like I am such a like. I have a hard time getting like out of my comfort zone. Okay. Um, but I love writing jokes and I love being in a writer's room. Those are like two really? things that okay. I really love, and I love doing stand up. So if I could find a way to be on like staffed on sitcoms or writing for certain things and then being able to do stand up like at night where I live a couple nights a week because I'd like a family. So I got to be a dad sometimes. Mm -hmm. And then to be able to go from that and do a little bit of touring when I'm not in a writer's room. That's the dream. So anybody that has that career. okay, You know, like I don't need to be like Kevin Hart. Yeah. Insanely. No, I mean, those things would be great. But I also like I don't think I could do it like literally like. You know, those guys, like, they say, like, we're on, you know, like, God's on our side and all this shit. And, you know, like, I'm, I'm never going to honestly be like, God's 
God's on my side. Want, Let's pray. And fucking... I want to see you say that so bad. Hey, what's up, family? You know, God really hooked it up today. Just put me Andy around Hay- a black person, and I will <laughs> immediately start talking like I'm like I. You know, I'll always be like, Yeah, we were. Yeah, you know, good. we were playing bones with our cousins, cuz blood. You know, like I'm the worst at that. I like I try to. I'll be like, okay, Shorty was wild, and, and like literally, PD Diablo will be like, what did you just say? And I'm like, sorry, I'm just trying to. Fit I'm in. just, I'm just, I just want to. I'm a caterpillar. I'm trying I, to. I am exactly that. I'm a fucking. I'll do that too. Yeah, I'll. Do... I don't think there's anything wrong with it though. If like, in terms of, I'll do it with any type of of person. I'll I'll, I'll realize it myself. Yeah. I'll like, I'll go into a room and I'll scope out how people are, and then I go, all right. How can I ingratiate Which myself? Which is weird because, yeah. like, when you're around hillbillies and black people, both times you say the n word. Yeah, and yeah, that's, yeah. 100%. I, I always think that's so weird. But yeah. you are just trying to fit. I'm in. just trying to fill in, and they're both cool with it, which is also really yeah. weird. Yeah, I never really expected. There it. was. I grew up in the hood in Seattle, and there was always like. Um, I didn't grow up like I went to school. I grew up in a very affluent yeah. neighborhood and got busted. But there would always be like one white guy that was so committed to being hood. That he got the N-word pass. Really? Yeah. I mean, not around everybody, but no, like but around his like, like he was a thug, like a yeah, white yeah, guy yeah. that was a thug. And he would like, you'd occasionally hear him drop it and nobody would blink an eye and you were like, oh, that guy's crazy. <laughs> that guy will kill you. <laughs> no, for real. If that guy is doing that, he know he doesn't give a shit. And you know, it's like the kind of guy like, I don't, where'd you go to school? Pally. High school? In uh, L.A., Palisade Charter High School. Okay, so, like, there'd be, like, a guy in Seattle, and he would have, like, a perfect fade and, like, uh-huh. the crispest crew neck t-shirt with matching, like, iron jeans. He had a pro five. Yeah, pro club. Yeah. Yeah, he was just, those. like, he was just, like, everything was spotless. Never stained. Usually, like, sold weed out of, like, a pretty nice Honda Civic uh-huh. with tints. Oh, tints. The yeah. front tint is key. Yeah. The one that you know is illegal. Mm-hmm. I, uh, my cousin and I, when, when he lived in L.A., he would, uh, whenever a, a cop would drive by, he would roll a window down because he knew the tent was illegal. Yeah. And I was like, that's fucking badass. Yeah. And I didn't smoke weed at that point, but he did. Yes. And I remember he would have me break up the weed for him to put in his pipe. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was like so cool. I still will, um, I'll roll a blunt for somebody. Really? Can yeah. You teach I just, me how to roll it well. I'm so bad at it. I love the. The one the the thing about a blunt, not so much a joint. Uh-huh. I can teach you how to roll an L. Um, an L. It's two papers. It makes a big cone. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but a blunt, you have to put a lot of spit in there. It's a real gummy, spitty thing. Really? It's like you like. Oh, that's gross. You like have to like get your lips involved and your oh. tongue and there's God. a lot of yeah. There's I mean, a lot of I spit. guess there is fire, so it's gonna kill anything, but it's still kind of. It's still gross. Kind of nasty. Yeah. There's like you're like wetting you're like making a tobacco leaf malleable with your spit. Yeah, with your spit. Yeah. Do you like doing because it's the closest you'll get to? Um, uh, do you answer it? It's catharsis. Nice. No, that's okay. my mom. Okay. Say what's up to her later. I won't. Um, <laughs> you fucked for my. Me. You no. fucked my chubby mom. <laughs> <laughs> it's good that it's the closest thing you can get to like doing it and not actually. Yeah, I just like I. I mean, I think half of me was addicted to like the ceremony of rolling a joint. Yeah. But I, I, I smoke spliffs, which is tobacco. Yeah. Made. I know spliffs are. Smoke spliffs. But I feel like you would be like very anti tobacco. You seem like a very anti anti tobacco guy. I yeah, I'm not a big fan of tobacco. You're, I will You're if, a healthy dude. If someone rolls a spliff, I will I will do it. Yeah. Um I try not to. Mm-hmm. And I actually like nicotine though. Yeah. So I have these uh Do you have a jewel? 
No, I don't have a jewel, but I have. Um... Can I hit the jewel? You can hit the jewel. Uh, these are toothpicks that have nicotine in them. Oh, that's so funny. They're awesome. Those are like uh, people quit smoking with Using nicotine. Them. And I use it to. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm, all my friends have jewels. I hit them, I'll hit them all the time. They're good. You know what's yeah. funny to think about is that there's probably a guy out there that like just takes Nicorette and never smoked. I've done that. Yeah. Yeah. But there's probably like a guy addicted to like Nicorette lozenges. Exactly, yeah. I mean, this is what Mark Marin does. He's like hasn't smoked in years, but he just uses Nicorette lozenges. Yeah. Because the thing is, nic- nicotine on its own is a mild stimulant. It's nothing really negative with it. It's like mm-hmm. almost, a, it's a nootropic a little bit. Yeah, I don't know if these are bad yet. So they, they... They found out there was like cellular damage? So there's something in it called, I think, glycidol or oh, glycinol. Oh, the popcorn lung or something? It's the... Well, popcorn lung, I think, is when like you do it too much, you get... It basically gives you asthma, I think. Okay. I was talking to Morrison about it. Yeah. Um, but there's something in it, glycinol, which is a type of liquid that's in it that when it's combusted, it uh, can lead to some kind of carcinogenic effects. But I was looking it up and the amount that you would need to ingest is very high. So it's not like n- neutral, but it's definitely still a lot better than... Yeah, because I smoked cigarettes. Cigarette. You did? Yeah. Not a lot. I probably smoked on and off for 10 years, but like never like a packet, like four a day. But you probably smoked that a lot more than you smoke cigarettes, huh? I smoke a pot a day. A pot a day? Yeah. Holy shit. Mm-hmm. It's not good. So does it chill you out every time? Or like, what is it? Is it just a, um, is it just addicted to the, um, the I just, I want to, I want to suck a dick <laughs> and I can't find a dick that often. No, I, <laughs> I was going to be like, dude, you can easily find yeah, just one. Move to the West side. Not even bro. <laughs> just put on your Instagram. I want to suck a guy's dick. Some dude will hit you up. Yeah. I, I just like get super healthy. <laughs> you see me in a week and I'm like, I quit the jewel and I'm just covered in jizz. Um, <laughs> and you're playing. <laughs> Joy. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's just like a. It's I'm a very addictive person. Yeah. Who the fuck did you picture you and Dev Jarnett sending a fan? It's my mom reading that text. She good? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I get that. Yeah. You're close with your family, right? Uh, yeah. I'm. I'm. I'm only close with my sister. I'm really close with my brothers, and I'm go. I don't know, man. I'm 26, mm-hmm. and I'm going to the point now where I'm like figuring out what the full adult relationship is with my parents. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? Because for so long, yeah. he's like, you know, it was college. And then after that, it was, okay, slowly let him be more and more. And and I think now it's the point where it's like, I'm allowed to not like things they do or not like certain parts about them. Yeah. And it's just, it's, it's, I've seen it slowly uh, evolving, but I notice uh, not resentment towards my parents, but maybe a little bit about well, certain shit that they do. And also, I don't talk to them as much as I used to. Not in a negative way, but like, also, dude, I mean, at 20, well, at 20, you were 30 when it went really well. If you, I don't know when you started stand up. How old are you? 22, I started. Okay. But basically me, four yeah. years in. So like, I'm four years in and not a lot is happening. Mm-hmm. And every day. They're giving you a hard like, time? No, they're not. But uh-huh. they're asking me, hey, what's going on? What's going on with this? My dad is very much like, what are you doing? You should start this. Hey, here's something you should do with your podcast. Like He's, try- he's trying to help. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's, he's trying to be a good dad. But yeah. it can be too much because I go, dude, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. And I feel like everything I'm doing is wrong. That's how I feel most of the time. And then when I talk to either of them, it's the, you know, so what's going on? How is your, you know, 
what's up? How was your week? And I truly feel like I have nothing to say to you guys. Yeah. Like everything's the same. I worked a little bit. I went out. I did a couple mics. Nothing really to report back. Yeah. And so whenever they ask me, I get reminded that I kind of feel like my life is uh, not meaningless, but uh, there's not a lot going on. Well, you need to get away from the idea that your life is ever going to be meaningful in in a show business sense. Like, I think you have to make it. Bob Hope uh-huh. was the biggest comedian in the world. He has like roads named after him, airports, buildings. Do you give a shit about Bob Hope's act? No. No. And it's just like you're never going to, no matter how big you get, it's not going to mean much in the grand scheme of things. No, but no kid's going to read in the history books about your greatest joke. No, but no, no kid in a history book's ever going to read about Louis C.K.'s greatest joke or Richard Richard Pryor, maybe because he had some civil rights stuff involved in there. No, no, no I, matter- I don't worry about that. That's the thing. I'm not like um, I need to be meaningful so that other people. I don't care about other people being like he's. You the mean most meaningful amazing. to you? Yeah, I mean like pr- probably like you don't have fulfilled. a sense of purpose. Yeah, yeah. The purpose is because a lot of times with stand up, I go, I don't even know how I feel about it anymore. And I I go back and forth. I'm not fulfilled by doing mics. I'm not like I'm trying to do shows, but it's like you get a little bit of you get nights where you get two shows and you're like, fuck, this is what I want to do. And then you don't get that for a month. And then I go, I'm also trying to figure out all these different lanes. Like, what the fuck can I do to feel like I'm finally on the right path? Yeah. So that's the it's not meaningful. Like I need to matter at other people. Mm -hmm. It's the fulfillment. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think I think like uh, you have to get out of the results. That's like the main thing, and you also yeah. got to do like stuff that's like like you do stuff like you got a family. I try to do like service stuff, you know, occasionally volunteer. Like you know, I'm involved in twelve step, which is like you know, like I get to help people, I get to reach out to people. Yeah, but you know, stand up is weird because it's colluded with this it's art colluded with show business right it's like business and art and like if you get really good at it you will be rewarded financially and that's what i want but you don't really care about the money because you have a good life like you think you should care about the money you know Uh what i mean but like realistically like everything that you've ever wanted you've already had like as far as like roof over your head, things like yes, that. Yes, all the you necessities, be, like the yeah. higher Maslow's hierarchy. It's like I got most of them fucking set. Yeah, I'm, but I mean, we live in like a world where we'll never be sated by those things because we think that our value is like dependent on like, especially like as the son of somebody. Like you, you think like you have to be independent financially, right? Like because you don't want to sure. be like, oh, like my parents helped me out or whatever. Yeah, or yeah. Like, I feel you feel gross doing that. Yeah, so you want to be independent in that way, and also you don't ever it. It's always gross to feel like, oh, I want this thing, but I can't, you know, because it would be irresponsible or I don't have the money for it. Like we're talking about the Virgil Abloh shirt. Yeah. You know, like you want to just be like, oh, I like that shirt. I'll buy that shirt. But I think if you can and I'm definitely not there, but when I do have those moments of it where I'm just excited to be doing it, it's so much better than when I'm like gotta fucking nail it tonight you know like when i spend a day writing jokes and then i take the time before a show to prepare to write jokes and then i connect with an audience and i don't even have to be the best person on the show i'd like to be but yeah i have that um i think very competitive healthy yeah. com- competition makes for better art you know it's like the one capitalist agreement that I, or argument that i actually like agree with mm-hmm. like it does like competition breeds development um but yeah i don't we got we're down a rabbit hole. I think you have All to right. I think you have to get uh 
you have to be able to get out of the results and try to be like present and things like that. Yeah. And then, you know, like with the family stuff, um, what was I going to say? I think it's part of just getting like older, older and trying yeah. and trying to figure out like, all right, how, how am I going to re- relate to them now? And what's this relationship going to be? Yeah. Because before it was like you asking kid, them for, yeah. yeah and, or asking them for advice or, and then now it's getting older and realizing like, I don't agree with a lot of the things that they maybe say or do mm-hmm. so now i go well am i gonna agree with the like the and they give me good advice most of the time but then sometimes it's like when they say something or do something i go well what but you, th- that shit you said last week was fucking so dumb like yeah. how can i take and they're this? just like grasping or like trying to approach like a creative field from like a yeah stern business kind yeah of my dad was an actor and then kind of went off yeah so i know like, he's trying to He's trying to help and figure out, and it's just it's it's at this point where you go. Like, Are they in L.A.? Yeah. Oh, nice. Dad's in L.A., mom's in North Carolina. Okay. And then she comes up here sometimes. Separated? Yes. Okay. Which was so happy that happened. Yeah. Yeah. Which is one of the reasons why I'm like, dude, I'm probably not gonna get married until I'm like 40. I um I had a therapist once who told me um he said that to have a healthy relationship with your parents as an adult, uh-huh. you have to be able to hate them for what they did wrong. Or like, you have to be able to like, not hate them, but like, yeah, you have to be like able to get mad at them and not just for go what like, they did, oh, yeah. they're my parents. He's like, you have to be like, if they do something stupid, you have to be able to be like, that's that was, yeah. that was a stupid thing as a human being. Like you have to be able to separate their like humanity from their parenthood. Like I can get mad at my dad for like supporting Trump, but still he's like my dad. Yeah. Yeah, of course. No, but like you feel bad about hating your not. I mean, I hate it, but like being like that's ro- like fucking dumb. Yeah, like you I know? told you, my dad like joined a cult, a cult. and had like <laughs> like waste money on all this dumb shit. Yeah, and I love him. I mean, he's been the most supportive with my stand up. Like For literally, sure. I was like ready to quit a couple years ago because uh-huh. I was like, fuck, I'm like I'm like 35 yeah. and I don't have anything to rely on. Like, you know, like if I if I get sick, I'm on the street kind of thing. Yeah, like I don't have a retirement. I don't know, you know, like. Um, but he was like, Hey man, like I went bankrupt at 40 and I had to start over completely. And you know, like, you know, he has his moments where he's like a great dad and he loves me. And yeah. And I have to also go like, he's fucking stupid in these other areas. Yeah. It's like the same way. Like I think a healthy relationship, like when you see those people that you like really love their, like their marriages and they're like, they've been at it for a while. Yeah. It's like, there's certain things that they just fucking despise about about each other, but they're able to like compartmentalize them and go like that shit's fucking stupid don't do that well it's crazy i was i was actually having this thought last night when i was going to sleep it was so random i was thinking about your best friends if you don't hate your best friends of course they're not your best friends yeah like you're the the when you know someone has become your best friends it's when you uh you really like them and then you have found things about them that you fucking hate yeah you and then you have chosen to be like but it's all right. Yeah. You actively yeah. despise something that they do exactly. constantly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, there's, like, I have friends who just, they fucking drive me insane. But I will still, like, seek them out. For 100%. You know? that's, 100%. Yeah, that's love. Yeah. No, that's what it is. Yeah. yeah. And I go, like, oh, yeah, that's what you should. I think when people go, oh, you you should want your partner to be, like, your best friend. I think that's kind of what they're saying. And Not, that's what's so confusing to bring it full circle. To that. To, like, those women that are, like, monsters. Yeah. 
And sorry, I'm not saying women are monsters. I'm just Some saying as are. heterosexual men, Some we seek out. Yeah. yeah. But um, I think it's a, there's something going on. That's what I really think about it for me is that when there's a girl that's crazy, I go, something's happening at least. Like, this is always going to be interesting. Yeah. Like, I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. And, and also, I will. it feels kind of bad to say, but I will say it, is that sometimes if we get in a fight or whatever, I know I'm probably going to be right. And yeah, the of small, course. And the ego part of me is like, that feels good. The last girl, she would do stuff that was like really mean. Yeah. But I could go like, man, she's being such like this crazy bitch. Like, yeah. like this is fucking hilarious. Like, yeah. she's like, I loved it about her. Yeah. I even told her. It makes you right. Yeah. And, you know, in the grand scheme of things, eventually I'll be like enamored with somebody else and I'll look back on it and be like, what a fucking weird time, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that's how you have to look at everything. Like someday you're going to be doing stand-up exactly how you want to be doing it, you know? For sure. And then you will look back on this time where you, you know, are a very handsome 26-year-old wealthy young man that has to work three days a week. And you'll be like, that was crazy. (laughs) (laughs) You fucking asshole. (laughs) You guys feel that knife just turn in there? Sorry. Hey, man. I had to. I'm not wealthy. I'm Uh, doing okay. Yeah, I'm just teasing you. No, Um, no, no. No, no, but you're right. It's all relative, you know? Yeah. It's like I take all this for granted every day because I go like, okay, this is my baseline. And I, I'm looking up and I'm like, I want I want that. Mm-hmm. So, and then I see other people who might not have this, but they have that thing that I want. And I go, what the fuck are they doing? And then I'm like, how do I? Yeah. So then you're like, what the? Yeah. I mean, you you got to stay away from it. You just got to stay in the pocket. I think if you ever find yourself, there's a difference between like getting out of your comfort zone mm-hmm. and then, or like trying to do something that doesn't feel right. You know what I mean? What's something that you went out of your comfort zone to do? Or do you have an example of both maybe? I would say anytime I do acting jobs, like I'm just like not, I'm, I'm a kind of a like introverted person. I like to yeah. be big. I like to be the center of attention, but I'm just like, I'm not like, I'm not outgoing i'm not charming i'm not like i'm i can be charming but you know what i mean like now that's what i liked about when i first met you is that you were quiet but then i mean we were working so it was but i saw like after 30 minutes i was like all right he opened up i was like all right sweet like yeah like so there's some people who like comics and they can just hold court the yeah. second you sit down they're just talking to everybody they're just sure. like you know blah 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 and that's great like that's their that's their they're gonna be good at that like i should uh-huh. probably never host like a show where it's like yeah. oh shit i'm cross you out no please i need it uh <laughs> no but like you know like a like an i know out, what you mean yeah like i could play a character like i could do like a real like uh man at his like on like on his last straw like daily show correspondent kind of thing got it but like, i should yeah. never be like the lead you know trevor noah i yeah. should because people would be like why is this I'm guy like- so <laughs> like he can't like make eye contact with the camera <laughs> You know, like he he seems angry and scared. He he's constantly on the verge of tears. <laughs> Why is, is he, he sweating so much? Yeah, his <laughs> his eyes kind of look through the TV, but like beyond me. And he keeps talking about socialism. Like, what is what's yeah. up with that, man? <laughs> I I don't even know. I here's the thing. I was in L.A. like a week ago, and uh-huh. I was like thinking about New York, and I'm like driving, and I am one of these guys that like tries to like. You know, wash my fucking hummus containers out and recycle them, and do you try and do yeah, and all this shit. And then I was driving, and I like stopped at a gas station, and I like threw just all my it didn't I did not sort it. And then I mm-hmm. like drove, and I met somebody for like a late dinner, and I was just like, 
it's so much funner to just be rich and not care about anything. 100%. Like if I could just like, I would love like I get it when people like are just totally uh, oblivious to that shit because it's nice. It's nice to not care. I mean, about it'd be anything. really great to be like fifty five right now and be like, I mean, I don't give a fuck about global warming. I'm gonna be dead, bro. Yeah, All right. I'm gonna have a warm yeah. seventy five. Yeah, you you assholes figure it out, okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we caused it, but you know. That's why I made you guys, okay? Clean yeah. up our mess. You're going to feel so good about yourselves if you figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm helping you guys. I, I created yeah. a goal for you. That's probably why old people don't want to believe it. Yeah. It's because they just don't want to, yeah. Every time I, I get a like a plastic water bottle and I throw it out, I feel like shitty about it. Yeah. I shouldn't, but you know. I, I just go, man, some like weird lady's going to come by here in a little bit and pick it up. Yeah. God, those Chinese ladies are, I look up to them, truly. I want it, what I really want to know is like that they go back to flushing and they live in a palace. You know what I mean? <laughs> like I just, uh, that would make me feel so much better. Like just so much gold, like just gold bricks everywhere. Just, but like they just put on like Fendi pajamas <laughs> and they're just like, they just like sit down on like a giant opulent couch. A hundred inch. And like, they start just... watching a game yeah. show in Chinese where it's like seven people yelling at a cat. <laughs> <laughs> And they're just like having the time of their life. Oh shit, that would make life a lot, a lot better. Yeah. Um, tell me about that show you're doing the 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 soccer show. Yeah, the soccer show. What was that? It was for the Champions League, or okay. it was for Bleach Report for the Champions League. All right. And it was a cartoon about kind of the main stars of all the. So, do you know what the Champions League is? No. It is. Um, I don't know anything about soccer, American football. Okay. Or sorry, soccer. Yeah, American football yeah. is what you like. <laughs> um. So in um, Europe, each country has a league. Yeah, they have the te- the clubs or whatever. Yeah, so yeah. they have a club. Mm-hmm. So imagine if the NFL, yeah, and the CFL got it, and if Mexico had a NFL equivalent, got it. And the Canada fo- has a football league. Yeah, it's the CFL, and they <laughs> they only have three downs, and the goalpost is in front of the end zone. No, you're lying. No. What? Yeah, and there's also like a different. There's some different scoring things. It's a different football. You didn't know that Johnny Manziel played in the CFL for a couple of years. No it's, idea. It's weird, um, but and their Super Bowl is called the Grey Cup. Uh, <laughs> I, I work a lot in Canada. I was gonna say, jeez, like, um, dude. Uh, but um, so if the four best teams from each of those okay. competed in a concurrent tournament, that's mm-hmm. what the European the Champions League is. Okay. So it's like oh, okay the four best teams in England, the four best teams in France, four best teams in Germany, et cetera, et cetera. And it's a tournament that goes on throughout the entire season. So it's like every month they'll play two games in this tournament. And this is separate from the normal season. Yeah. So it would be like if the NFL was playing and then at the same time they had two other games to go play the CFL. Yeah, but like soccer, they're used to playing at least two games a week usually. Or oh, like, okay. It's not like football where it's yeah, like you not get injured. CT yeah. every single day. Um, and uh, so that was what it was it was just a cartoon it was like a reality show cartoon like so we like made it like it was like the bachelor kind of thing but it's about these soccer stars and i worked nice. on the first season where can people find it online they can find it any of bleacher report i don't work there anymore okay yeah, but, yeah i know you and you finished with it yeah. yeah but it's uh it's yeah bleacher report uh all their socials other things like that did you did you uh really, did you do any voices on it yeah oh nice i gotta check it out yeah because i always saw you post clips of it I was I didn't I didn't fully I didn't know if you were writing for it or if like it was yours. Yeah, no, I created it. Cuz you told me you were creating that other show about the like the moving company a little bit. I'm trying to, yeah. Yeah. And I was like, "Oh, I didn't know. I thought he like 
took a sidestep and made that one. No, as well. I just got a job to make a show. I went to them okay. with it, and then I don't. I didn't like leave there positively. Yeah, like the, I'm okay. not. They're but it's okay. like good for them. The well, show's going. Sorry for bringing it up then. <laughs> no, no, it's fine. I've actually never spoken about it. Oh, okay. But uh, yeah. it, it's fine. Everybody's cool over there. Yeah. Um, I it wish them the best. It just didn't work out. I mean, it's corporate media, and corporate media, they think they want comedians, but they don't want stand-up comedians. They want funny people, you know? Just just funny, not like... Yeah, because they're just like wrapped yeah. up in like actual corporate kind of bullshit. And so like, you know, like in you'll tweet something like, you know... Like, you know, I want to shit in the president's mouth. And they're like, what are you doing? We have a deal with Kraft. And, you know, you're like, uh, why does it matter that, you know. You're like, also Kraft is not checking my Twitter. Yeah. And, but they, they're so afraid. It's like, you know, it's like all these, like that, you know, they think that, and it, sometimes it happens. It doesn't happen for the same thing. Like, you know, like all the Trump people tried to like boycott Starbucks or whatever. That didn't really happen. Oh, yeah, I totally about but that. like that's how all these people are now. Because like, you know, like uh what's that Fox person, was it Greta Van Susteren or yeah. somebody like that? You know, that boy cotting actually got her fired. Or Megan Kelly. Yeah, shit like that. It yeah. actually gets those people fired. And they that's kind of crazy. They do the same shit for everybody. Yeah. That's why that. podcasting's the best, because you know, you can just say whatever and No, for real. No one everyone expects it. Yeah, they're not like they're like they they know what's going on. There's no and there's not, some TV people that are, like have been able to kind of like weather it gracefully. But you really have to be like you know already like pretty upfront. Like if Trevor Noah Trevor Noah came out like tomorrow and he was just like I love eating ass from behind, you know, or something like that. Like Comedy Central would like the fucking you know they their brains would explode, they'd lose their shit. Yeah, they'd yeah. be like, ah, oh, we we had Hallmark cards ready to sign. Yeah, but what's crazy is that no normal people would care about that. No, it's just the brands. Well, some weird you're right. Christian yes. person yeah, yeah, might make right. a big deal out of it, and they then might like, be weird. You know, the the sponsor because it's. I mean, that's the other thing about like I. I some people get to make um, media that is like really interesting and artful, but at the end of the day, no matter what, when you make something to be consumed in mass media, the only reason somebody is helping you do that is because an advertiser is going to buy space. Yeah. It's, that is the only reason. Subscription services change that a little bit, but for the most part, you are just helping push the hand of like consumerism along. Yeah. So, like, even if you make the most noble of shows, people still are just, you're just selling ads so that people see ads and buy stuff. So, you're not like, if you get a job doing something kind of lame, mm-hmm. it it doesn't matter. Because, like, all, the guy doing the best job is still just trying to sell shit. Yeah. You know? He's still trying to sell huggies at the end yeah, of the day. At the end of the day, it's like doing. that stuff. It's, it's all just commercials, you know? Yeah. It sucks. That's why like theater actors probably like get to like really like hold their noses up at us because they're just selling tickets. That's it. Yeah. Well, that's like the goal for standups is like, well, then I get to just sell tickets and mm-hmm. I don't have to. The only thing I have to advertise is myself. And also, like, I mean, if you get to make like exactly the show you want to, like, you know, like on an HBO or something yeah, like yeah. that, like nobody gives Hulu, a shit. Maybe. Yeah. 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 No one still really gives a fuck. Mm-hmm. So that's why you shouldn't be focusing on the results just on how you feel about it 
Yeah, just stay in your pocket, man. Yeah. Stay in the. You keep using these fucking sports metaphors. <laughs> and I, even though I look like it, I did not play sports. You didn't? I played basketball one year and I swam one year and I was like, I fucking hate this. I hate it, man. Swimming's hard. Swimming is one of the hardest sports. Yeah, it's really hard. I mean, my stamina was great for running, not not sexually. Uh, I love but running. Like, yeah, I actually get kind of like running too. Do you Swimming's find it hard though because we like we have these giant bodies and it's like hard yeah. on your joints? Like I have horrible joints because of all my skiing stuff. Well, my hip has been fucked up for four years. Yeah, just like me it's too. my my shoulders can tight. My it? hip is it pops like if I spread my leg like I can put it it'll pop a little bit. Yeah, yeah it'll make a sound. I yeah. do one where I like I can I can do it a bunch of ways now. Uh-huh. My new favorite one is I can hook my foot around the bottom of the bed and pull with oh, my dude, toe. Don't do and pop it out that way. Don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> I got a bunch of different ways. You're, 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 one of my legs is shorter than the other. That's I think what it one is. of mine is too. But did you, you break a femur? No, it's I broke just, a femur. Oh, you fought skiing? Mm-hmm. Did you ski a lot? Is that what? Yeah, I was a professional skier. Wait, I didn't know that mm-hmm. for how long? Two years. Shit. I wasn't professional. Professional. I. It was my entire life, and I was trying to get sponsorship. When was that? Two thousand. Two thousand one. Okay. And then I blew out both my knees, and um, also, I mean, I knew it was over when I was like getting ready to jump over a two-lane highway on mm-hmm. skis. And these guys I was with were like, th- that one guy was like, I'm going to do a misty flip. And the other guy was like, I'm going to try a backflip. And all I was thinking about was like, I would like to get to the other side. Like, that's all that was in my mind. Yeah, you're like, I don't want to die. And when I heard, and these guys weren't even that good. Yeah. But I, when I heard that that was like what I'm up against, I was like, oh, I can't do this. Like, the, I'm not, I don't want to do this. Yeah, they're like, yeah. Like, they're going to do terrifying amazing tricks and i just want to survive like i'm not in it you know i love skiing now because i'm not thinking about it as like trying to compete with people but it like ruined skiing for me at the time because i was like oh i don't want to do this scary stuff like i like to scare myself still every year i'll go up and i'll do something where like i'll ski something i shouldn't like this year i was up at stevens pass up up by seattle and i skied down the back side of the mountain and i for a second was like fuck i skied down the wrong side and like I'm going to have to hike out of this shit and it's already the end of day. And then I found my way in and it was fine. But, you know, we were like, that was cool. I'd figure that out. Yeah. That's not. Yeah. But yeah, if yeah. I would have like gone down the wrong way, I would have been in a valley and I would have had to like literally like hike out of the valley and it would have been night. And I could have done it. But, you know, um, they said you could have died. You got to get out of here. Yeah, I got to get out of here. Sweet. Awesome. Uh, this is fun, man. This was a lot of fun. Okay, we got a chance to talk. Yeah, man. That's one of the reasons why I love doing this. Um, what was I going to say to you? I don't know. I'll probably work with you th- this next week. Yeah, and then we you can, can remember. And, and uh, I'm gonna request you so that we can work. Yeah, dude, let's work. Yeah, we worked together like last summer, like once yeah, or twice. Yeah, we haven't worked much. Was... Oh, it's because we both can drive. Yeah. Oh, you're driving. No, I'm point driving. Oh, you're point. oh, okay. You know, the first time I worked with you, I texted my one of my best friends doing. I was like, dude, because it was right two weeks after I'd seen you perform stand up for the first time, uh-huh. and I was like, uh, I mean, we're friends, but like, dude, the first time I saw you, I was like, blown. I was like, dude, this oh, guy's thanks, so man. fucking good. <laughs> and I texted my friend, I was like, dude, I get to work with Andy Haynes. Like, I said the full name too, not just Andy. I said Andy Haynes, and then and then at the end of the day, I was like, dude, we we talked all about stand up, and he like gave me all all this fucking <laughs> advice and dropped some knowledge. I was like, it was amazing. Well, bro. I'm glad that you weren't like, how sad is it that this. <laughs> <laughs> that Andy Haynes is still moving. No, nah, dude, I'm still young to where I see all this shit and I'm like, it's just so cool, dude. He's yeah. doing it all, you know? No, and I actually, like, I have a positive outlook on moving now, but it took me a long time to get there. What was, what's the, what, what changed? Um, The artists have to work. You know, like, if you do something that is not normal, you have to do 
like other shit that other yeah. shit and sometimes i make a lot of money and sometimes i don't make a lot of money and uh it's not like a shameful thing like like you know henry pollock delivered or whatever his name was like delivered milk fucking bukowski worked in the post office like you as an artist aren't always you are not a bad artist if you have to do something to make money because art is a hard thing to make money at yeah, you shouldn't be. Fo- if you're trying to focus on just making money with your art, then it's that's what I mean about like stand up gets colluded yeah. with show business because we like we we combine it with this thing where we think like we are bad artists because we are not rich and famous. Yeah, we equate being really good at stand up with making a lot of money. Yeah, and it's like there's a lot of really amazing stand ups that you know they just it just never happened. I mean, or I, maybe they don't care. I talk about depression and yeah. like alcoholism and you know breakups and things like that, and it's like there's an audience for it, but it's not the same audience as like, man, my cat is nuts. Yeah, exactly. You know, like yeah, yeah. People, it's a, some people want to go for escapism, and other people want to go to like laugh more at pain. Yeah, yeah. go uh, work a week in Vegas and see how marketable your act is. You will find oh, out exactly. Tri- oh yeah, you will find out exactly how much Middle America feels about your act. Oh fuck, that's smart. Yeah, <laughs> I don't publicly. Go to Las Vegas. Like it is the biggest broad stroke of America. It's probably Not the intellectual. It's probably but... helped you. Probably helped your stand up in terms of making it more marketable. Yeah, you just become more of a showman. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what do you do at the end of your podcast? No, I just tell people you find Andy. Online, where? I'm Andy Haynes. Across everything. Website. Fucking beautiful. Instagram. So easy. Twitter. Venmo. Not Venmo. Venmo 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 on them. But when is this going to go out? In a week. Okay. I'll be at the uh, Ace Hotel in Palm Springs uh, the 22nd. Yeah. Awesome. Come to that. Awesome, dude. That'll mm-hmm. be, oh man, you're in Palm Springs? That's going to be so nice. It's so great. Oh uh, yeah, dude. Every time you go out in the sun, yeah, you're going to be so happy. I'm you're, really excited. You're, you're, well, I'm splitting time between here and LA now. Oh, you are? Yeah, I come back, I work the rushes, and then I spend like 10 days a month in LA. Oh shit, I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay. Well, then I got to get you. back in that uh, paper chase. Yeah, dude. Well, then I'll see you during the rushes. You see me during and the then rushes, I'll have you back and then here. look for me yeah. on social media. Oh, yeah, dude. I'll find Yeah, and I'll, uh, <laughs> I'll keep responding to all your, your, your social media stories. Thanks, man. I love it, dude. Yeah, thanks, thanks for doing this, bro. This yeah, was dude. awesome. See you later. Bye.